the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, July the 12th, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On July 12, 1909, the House of Representatives joined the Senate in passing the 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Do you know what that is? We all know what that is. It's allowing for a federal income tax. It was submitted to the states. It was declared ratified in February of 1913. Today in 1543, England's King Henry VIII married his sixth wife. She was his last wife. (laughs) Boy, those guys. Anyway, his wife was Catherine Parr. That was his sixth and last wife. Today in 1862, during the Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln signed a bill authorizing the Army Medal of Honor. Today in 1908, comedian Milton Berle, he was born uh, Mendel Berlinger. That was his actual name. He was born in New York City. Today in 1991, Japanese professor Hitoshi I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. I think it's Irigashi. He had translated Solomon Rushdie's The Satanic Verses. That was a a book about, it was very, very critical of Islam. Uh, You may recall, and and Solomon Rushdie himself went into hiding for a long period of time. Anyway, this guy had uh, translated it, and uh, he was found stabbed to death. That was nine days after the novel's Italian translator, was attacked in Milan, Italy. Today in 2003, the USS Ronald Reagan, the first carrier name for a living president, was commissioned in Norfolk, Virginia. And today in 2016, with hugs and handshakes, yes, hugs and handshakes, Bernie Sanders endorsed Hillary Clinton for president during an appearance in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Hugs and kisses. No, I'm sorry. Hugs and handshakes. No kisses on that day, as far as we know. The FBI Director Christopher Wray is being questioned as we speak this morning by the House Judiciary Committee during a hearing that they have titled Oversight of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. That's happening today on Wednesday, July 12th. It's underway as we speak. The hearing is examining the politicizing of the nation's preeminent law enforcement agency under the direction of FBI Director Christopher Wray and Attorney General Merrick Garland. I would say that the Republicans, the conservatives on this committee, are really out to get the truth because these institutions have been politicized. There's no question about it. They have become an arm of the political arm of the Biden, Joe Biden political career, and they were not intended for that. They were intended to serve America and not Joe Biden, and that's what's happening. That's what these guys are 
trying to get at this morning. We'll see how that turns out. That'll be in the news tonight, but it'll be it'll be it'll be so bent and twisted and you know revised by the time we hear we we won't really hear in most of the news on your five o'clock news and so on what really happened. But we'll pay attention, see if anything comes of this. I hope it does. I know there are people on that committee that are very committed to getting the truth out, turning on the light of what's going on behind the scenes in our institutions. That's why we consistently see polls that are showing that Americans, both Republican and Democrat, but particularly Republicans and conservatives, but all Americans are losing a great deal of confidence in our institutions. And that's the reason why. And of course, some of the clear thinking people on that committee know that, and they're honestly trying to get to the bottom of it. There's a lot of very jarring headlines out here this morning. These are some of the some of the headlines that are across the nation this morning on social media, on um, on internet news sites, and in printed newspapers and so on. These are actual headlines that are out there this morning. Record-breaking heat wave set to bake south and southwest. It goes on to say that people are fearing for their lives. Another headline that I saw this morning, extreme levels even for hottest part of the USA. It goes on to say how we're record-setting. If we don't act on extreme uh, global warming or climate change, as they call it now, People are going to die. We cannot even evaluate how bad things will be. Another headline I read, no end in sight for Arizona. Another headline, I'm quoting them, fear. Phoenix blackout could kill nine times more than Katrina. Another headline, unprecedented warmth in Florida waters could trigger one of the worst coral bleaching events in the history of the world. How would they know that? <clears throat> How would they know that it's the worst in the history of the world? Because there are not a lot of records about climate. There are some, but not many. They go back to the beginning, to the dawn of civilization. And those are in the Bible. And the left sort of discards the Bible as any reliable source. So how do they know that? They don't know that. But they're pushing an agenda. Yeah, it's hot. They always do this in the summer, and they do it when the temperatures rise, when it gets real warm and uncomfortable. But I think some of us have been around long enough to know that there was a time when they weren't pushing this. And we had hot summers. I remember as a kid, the summers were very hot. So I'd go swimming in a canal with germs and all kinds of bad things that would kill you, but it didn't. And, you know, I didn't live in town. I didn't get to go to the swimming pool. I lived out in the country on an orchard, and so we swam in the canal in the Yakima Valley. I know it wasn't healthy, but we didn't know how horrible it was at the time, so nothing bad happened to any of us, as I recall. But things have so become so focused on peril and on, on tragedy and on what might happen. Obviously, there's a money uh, motive behind all of this. But there are other motives as well. And I want to talk to you a little bit about that today because 
there's a report that has come out the last couple of days, over the last couple of weeks, actually, but it's been really circulating the last couple of days. I've been paying attention to it, and I decided, you know, we need to talk about this on the program. So I want to talk to you a little bit about Joe Biden, President Biden, is considering blocking the sun to fight climate change. And there's some some real uh, vulnerabilities in this, and I think I think maybe even he knows this, but he is considering it. And in fairness, he's not jumping on it, trying to pass a bill or or make take some kind of action today on it. But he's at least considering it, and that should be concerning to all of us because of what that represents. So I'm going to talk to you and bring you up to speed on what's happening in regards to this whole notion of putting things in the air to block the sun and what the real consequences could be if they go through with this. And I don't know if Joe Biden would do this or not, but he's done a lot of things since becoming president that none of us thought he would do or could get away with. So who knows what his thoughts are on this issue or any other issue for that matter. It's very, very difficult to know what this president is thinking or if he's thinking. I want to just take a moment to thank you for your support of this ministry. I uh, mentioned a, oh, a week or so ago that we were running behind several thousand dollars on the month of our budget for the month of, of uh, June. And I just want to tell you that thank you. You heard me and you stood up and supported us. And uh, we got caught up on that amount. So thank you so much. I'm not suggesting that we don't have a budget in July, so don't don't forget me. Don't go on an extended vacation and forget about us. But thank you so much for taking care of that matter. I, I knew you would in my heart. I believe that God is using this ministry. I know he is. And I want to be faithful to do my part of it. And I know many of you feel the same. You want to be faithful in doing your part of it. And I think most of you know, and you should know, that if it were not for you, I wouldn't be here. So this is the soul. You are the sole support of this ministry, and um, other ministries involve, you know, selling pro- products and and so on, and that's fine. We just don't do that, and uh, we don't have any on our website. We don't have any revenue coming from that and advertisements or anything like that. And actually, most Christian um, websites do today, and I, I understand why. It's hard to keep a ministry afloat in today's environment for a whole host of reasons that we're not going to get into today, but only to say thank you for your support to all of you, and particularly those of you who stepped up and helped us with this matter. And thank you for your support going forward. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399, Bellevue, 98009. And you can contribute on our website. It's Faith and Freedom, all one word, faithandfreedom.us, not .com or .something else, .us, like United States. Thank you so much, and God bless you. The Biden administration has is apparently, as I said, open to the idea of lowering the amount of sunlight that the Earth receives in order to combat climate change. The White House released a report on June 30th. That was well, almost two weeks ago now. And I, I was, I've was i been following this for the last couple of weeks since they re, uh, re, uh, released this report. The concept is a type of 
geoengineering. It's known as solar radiation modification. That's what the scientists call it. This potentially dangerous idea could require spraying the atmosphere with extra aerosols to reflect more sunlight away from the Earth. Now, this is not a new idea. This has been around for a while. But the fact that Biden is even considering it is concerning enough that we should be informed. The left has no restraint regarding human sexuality. We've seen that. I mean, what they're doing to our children and little kids that are confused. I mean, they're six, eight, ten years old. They don't know what they don't know what they are, whether they're man or woman. They, they don't know a lot, and yet these people are preying on them and mutilating their bodies and trying to make little boys into little girls and all of this. There's no restraint. Well, I'm seeing the same lack of restraint in regards to the climate. There's nothing these people won't try or do, in my opinion, under the name of climate change. Politico had a headline yesterday. It read, White House cautiously opens the door to study blocking sun's rays to slow global warming. Now, Politico is not a conservative website and news source. It's at best moderate probably leans left as much as possible. They say a Biden administration report required by Congress outlines research options for a last-ditch effort to slow the planet's heating. But they say the White House says it's not changing its climate strategy, at least for now. The White House offered measured support for the idea of studying how to block sunlight from hitting Earth's surface as a way to limit global warming in a con- congressionally mandated report that could bring efforts once confined to science fiction into the realm of legitimate debate. That's the end of quote from Politico. The controversial concept, as I said, is known as solar radiation modification. It's potentially effective response to fighting climate change is unknown. No one could have known or does know the side effects stemming from altering the chemical makeup of the atmosphere. And some scientists are very concerned, and they should be. There are other scientists that are wanting to rush ahead. They see the money that can be made. They see the research money that can come to them. The White House report released on uh, just Friday, this last Friday, indicates that Biden administration is open to studying how altering the sunlight might quickly cool the planet. But it added, the report from the White House, a degree of skepticism by noting that Congress has ordered the review and the administration said it does not signal any new, uh, any new kinds of policies or processes uh, that are known as geoengineering at this time. Skeptically or not, though, the White House weighed in on solar experimentation at all is very remarkable. And as I said, that's why we're talking about this today. The fact that they would even weigh in on this, that they're even considering it. The concept has created division among experts. The scientists are not settled on the, on the matter at all. Some are saying it could be the last line of defense against runaway warming if the nations fail to reduce their greenhouse gas emissions. But in contrast, there's others that are warning that it could result in an atmospheric substance dependency that, if stopped, could lead to abrupt temperature increases. In other words, if they shoot the atmosphere around the Earth, our air supply, so to speak, 
if they shoot that full of substance, man-made substance of some kind, like aerosol or whatever, that it would then have to be an ongoing process. They'd have to do this again and again forever and ever. Or if they stopped, there would be abrupt temperature increases. There's always a crisis with the left. Now they, they're they moving forward on this solution that is crazy, but they're saying there could be consequences. And the report also signals that the U.S. government supports research regarding outdoor experimentation. They're open to that. Well, somebody would say, Gary, we should be open to everything. I mean, but these people don't have restraint. If they're open to something, they're going to go for it. They were open to transgenderism just two or three years ago. Now it's we're celebrating it as though we're in a stupor in this nation stumbling to Sodom. Once they start considering something or they're open to it, then it becomes, if it's a left-wing kind of destructive policy, then they proceed on it. The report was required by Congress in a policy report. It accompanied the 2022 appropriations bill, and that was released the same week that European Union leaders opened the door to international discussions about solar radiation modification. This was in Europe. It also followed a call for more from more than 60 leading scientists to increase research on the topic. Does the left, do you think they really think they should alter the climate by manipulating sunlight? I, I just, of course, you know, I had those, I had those thoughts about Al Gore when he first came out with his, you know, first barn burner book and his movie and Inconvenient Truth and so on. I thought, does he really believe this? Because so often we see these people advocating for these policies and advocating these earth changing, in this case, literally, uh, ideas. And you have to wonder, do they really believe this? Do they not realize that it's somehow going to affect them? Or do they have some kind of a messianic view of themselves or a God, small g, view of themselves? I don't know. I don't know what they think, but they seem to abandon any kind of reality. And they go for these things. Steve Malloy, he's a climate expert and a publisher of website junkscience.com. You can imagine he's not in on this. He says, it's crazy to think man can block out the sun. So the idea appears to be a ploy to dramatize the climate hoax. Maybe he's right. Maybe all of this isn't about shooting aerosol into filling up the atmosphere to cool things down and whatever. Maybe it's just to further create the, the dramatizing of this climate thing which is a hoax. It isn't as they present it. It just isn't. Malloy says all life on earth depends on sunlight. Why would anyone want to block it out unless you're trying to eliminate life on earth? Population control is a green goal. He says, I'm quoting Steve Malloy. He's a climate expert. He says, I don't imagine that it's really possible to blot out the sun or to do it in any sort of controlled way. He said, I think the purpose is just an effort to dramatize the climate hoax, i.e. climate change. He said, it's so bad we need to block the sun. The whole idea is not needed. It's dangerous. It's just crazy. 
He's not the only one that's saying this. ClimateDepot.com publisher Mark Morano, and you may know his name because he's attacked on every side all the time, but he voiced a similar take in an interview with Fox News just the other day. He noted that proposals for blocking out the sun date back to the 1970s, and they do. I remember, I have a a memory. I was flying from uh, Burbank uh, Airport. Uh, We were in the church in North Hollywood, and I was flying to a music convention in Nashville. And I got on the plane and and, uh, settled in. I got a window seat. And I, I, I just had grabbed a, a, a news magazine at the airport on the way to get on the plane, and I, w- I started reading it. It was either Time, I think it was Time Magazine or Newsweek, one of the two. And they had this major, major front page, you know, article about about cooling and how the earth was was going to cool down and we may return to an ice age or a little ice age. And I was thinking, man, you know, that doesn't sound good. I remember that well because it was kind of foreign to my thinking at that time. I was very young. Um, Anyway, um, all of this goes back to those days in the 1970s. And uh, Mark Morano, he says this is retro 1970s. He said in the 1970s, they believed fossil fuels were creating aerosols, blocking the sun, creating man-made global cooling. So they came up with the same kind of geoengineering solutions back then. They wanted to put black soot on the Arctic to melt it. There was one proposal to use nuclear energy to loosen the Arctic ice caps because they thought they were growing too much. He said this is radical, risky, unproven, with unknown effects, but they're doing it as a sort of lever over us. The Biden administration is saying we know this is dangerous, We don't know the effects, but we, darn it, people aren't buying electric cars fast enough or they aren't embracing the Green New Deal policies, so we have to risk our entire planet with this research. The government will control the weather and you will be happy. He said that seems to be the new motto. Well, it does. About everything, not just this. But these people are playing with something that God has created. It's wonderfully and marvelously made and balanced. There is intelligence design in our whole universe. I mean, the glory of God is seen in our universe. They don't see it because they live in darkness. Since 1978, the U.S. government has been banning aerosol-based products. However, its reasoning for doing so has changed over time. The reasoning always changes with the progressive, so-called progressive, the left. It's changed from claiming fossil fuels were releasing aerosols to cool the earth, then to say in the 1990s that they hurt the ozone layer, making the earth warmer. So which is it? Aerosols are putting us into an ice age? No, aerosols are now putting us into a climate crisis. Now the government science has flipped. They're wanting to increase the presence of aerosols in the atmosphere in an attempt to purposefully cool the earth. They're playing with fire. Supernatural fire. SRM, this geoengineering, has made headlines in the recent years, and it is now back in the headlines for at least a couple of reasons. One, it's a money machine, but 
because of projects that are funded by several far-left billionaires. Two of them are Bill Gates and George Soros. Dr. Alan White is a an expert. He's recognized as an expert, except he's not listened to because he's conservative. But he's a um, he's a scientist. He said the globe is warming in an article. He says, but it's not your fault. He says, while there are certainly issues that are more important for a Christian, climate change is one that we should not ignore. The consequences of both action and inaction relate to the climate could impact the well-being of all the inhabitants of the earth. In addition, he said, the Lord has given us the responsibility to care for this planet that he created. In order for us to do that task well, we need to know more about our climate. He said, as a scientist, I look forward to that challenge. Separating fact from fiction will not be easy to be sure everyone's worldview has an effect on how he looks at this issue and others. Christians are less likely to be concerned about the climate going out of control since they believe the earth and its climate were designed and created by an all-knowing and all-powerful God. Well, we do. That's true. He said those who believe that the heavens and the earth are the result of a random accidental process naturally will be deeply concerned and panicked about what's going to happen next. He wrote this lengthy paper. I don't have time to go through it today. I mean, it's very, very interesting and very well thought out from a scientist perspective, a Christian scientist perspective. And I put it in an uh, article that I wrote today. It's on our website, faithandfreedom.us. I would encourage you, if you have the time and have the interest, take a look at this. You scroll down, go to it. That's the first thing you'll see if you go on our website today. And then you can scroll down and, and, and um, you'll see this article. Scroll down toward the end of it. And I have linked to his paper. But in it, he says, I don't, uh, he says, is the average global temperature actually rising? He said, is the latest temperature rise outside of the normal variability of the climate? Is the increased concentration of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere the cause of the latest temperature rise? He answers all these questions. He asks the question and answers it. Are the current mathematical models useful for predicting the future climate? He says the data are clear. The global temperature has been rising since the Little Ice Age, but today's temperature is not unprecedented. He said, based on the best information we have, it's in the neighborhood of the temperature during the medieval warm period about a thousand years ago. He said, carbon dioxide is a greenhouse gas, therefore is a factor in determining the global temperature. But the concentration of CO2 in the air and global temperature do not correlate well over the long term. So what is your worldview? Do you trust that God brilliantly designed and created everything? That he has your best interest at heart? I do. I believe that with all my heart. Or will you always worry that the planet is on the verge of going out of control and burning and melting down? Like AOC and Al Gore and all these guys keep telling us. A nuclear reaction in the sun's core provides us the exact amount of heat. And the sun's surface is the right temperature to provide us the visible light that we need. God has so designed this. It's wonderful. Water, CO2, and methane from natural sources cause a greenhouse effect estimated to raise the Earth's temperature by about 59 uh, degrees Fahrenheit. Otherwise, the Earth would remain frozen. Plant life and animal life are totally dependent upon each other. 
Plants grow by consuming carbon dioxide and releasing oxygen. Animals grow by consuming oxygen and releasing carbon dioxide, and so on. If you look at this with an unbiased look, God is in control. Thanks for being with me. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.